It is Tuesday, and as promised, we have transfer portal news and updates. Virginia Tech may have found its new quarterback. We've got some wide receivers going on here at Virginia Georgia Tech. We also have some good things happening for Miami. But more importantly, we have a list of people who have left the portal, the top 10, that might really impact their programs going to next season. Kenton Gibbs is here to talk about it on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody welcome to today's edition of locked on acc i'm your host candace cooper joined by kenton gibbs of locked on wolfpack each and every day you can find us here at our favorite home where you can listen to locked on podcast network podcast anywhere you listen and more importantly than that you can see our lovely faces on youtube i know it's your favorite thing to do <laughs> how could you not and subscribe to the channel we're almost to a thousand, so let's get it going. Kenton, how are you feeling on this happy Tuesday? I'm great as always. I'm I'm you know, it's uh it's the day after Monday, which means we're one day closer to Friday. So we're all right. We're doing all right on my end. Oh, you got to count down like that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Every week. Every single week. <laughs> how many days are we away from Friday? I'm about to say, is it more so like holiday season makes you count down even more or, you know, anything particular? That's just who I am as a human being. You know what I mean? I, I okay. wake up every Monday and I'm like, you got to attack Monday. You got to attack. You got to, because if you don't beat up Monday, Monday will beat you up. And then Tuesday is like, all right, no, we don't attack Monday. Now let's, let's go ahead and, you know what I mean? Keep, keep the momentum going for these next couple of days. And then Thursday, by about lunch, you're like, all right, we start to wind down a little bit. You know what I mean? And then Friday, you in the money. You in, in a good zone there. So you're really just working for the weekend. I got it. Hey, listen, flows. Everybody's working for the weekend, right? That's not true. I love coming on here every single day to give you guys the best ACC news possible. And let's get right this started. Isn't this isn't work. Oh, this yeah, is of fun. course. This is this play. Is fun. Who am I kidding? All right, guys. Breaking news out of... What West Virginia? Shoot, Virginia, Blacksburg, Virginia. Blacksburg, Virginia. Here we go. Starting out on a hot note. Breaking news out of Blacksburg, Virginia. We have a new quarterback in town, Chiron Drones from Baylor. Grad, uh, excuse me, the transfer. I'm just, you know, this whole intro is being blah, but it's fine. You're working your way through it. You it's know, Tuesday. You know, Monday actually, in fact, kicked my ass. If I could tell a little story here, y'all. So Monday. I was driving my rental car. I got hit in that. I got an accident. Cool, cool, cool. I've been driving my rental car for a week. I, you know, it's, it was a Mercedes Benz rental. So can we try that? So let's, you know, we have, let's say Grant Wells. I've been driving my Honda, my, my Grant Wells. And after a while, I was like, okay, got hit. Cool. We're going to figure out things not really working for us. So then I got a little upgrade. I got a little drones. I got a little Chiron, right? Got a little Mercedes Benz. And I'm over here thinking, greatest thing ever like how how am I not more excited about this but I was I was feeling myself but you know the trickery is you never buy something nicer than what you already have right maybe you work through what you already got you learn to appreciate what you have and come to find there was a nail in my Chiron Mercedes-Benz if you're following the analogy here I had to get a whole new rental and you know we're back to square one of getting me a humble nice little car we make it do what it do and make it work so for those not following, Kyron Jones coming from Baylor. He is a new quarterback coming into town for Virginia Tech. Could potentially 
replace Grant Wells, who had a very shaky first year out of Blacksburg. But now the Hokies are saying maybe this will work. Maybe this is a shiny upgrade. Or they're saying, hey, maybe we should have stuck with Grant all along. You like that? You liked how I did that? You like that? I mean, I don't know why you're hoping for a flat tire on 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 our boy drones here. But with that being said, you can't um, give me no you can't give me no love, with, and that's crazy. With that with that being said, I am I am uh, in the mode of I'm very confused as to what all the hype here is. Like, no no offense, no disrespect to anybody. How are you going to sit here and say, Candace? Why are we talking about a nail? And then you're going to sit here and say, what's the hype about? No, I because listen, the nail is like an injury or something. Like, oh, the new upgrade. It's not an injury. It's it's just saying for a fact that you thought something was gonna be really nice, and then it turns out it's like, eh, nope. I just I I don't know what all the hype here is, and no disrespect, no. Di- but I I will say this: I understand the optimism because at the end of the day, any quarterback that's so bad, they make you say, oh my god, oh boy, Braxton wasn't that bad. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now. Wait a minute. Well, if you look at this season and the way Grant played, you might have said, Mr. Burmeister, can we figure this out? Well, and and I'm going to say this. This this was, again, Coach Pry was in his first year. Um, You know, they knew that this this was not a situation where the cupboards were left field and he walked into a great situation where he was on third base. Oh, no, baby. He was behind home plate. He was in the dugout having to wait for others. (laughs) before he could get in there and do something. So um, I I don't get what all the hype is. Like, this is like, oh, the next great thing. But hopefully Drones does well. Again, it's good for the conference when everybody's good. And with the divisions now abolished, it would just be a shame to see uh, Virginia Tech, you know, be, be this bad again, especially with as storied of a team as they are. Like, if you're a big college football team, you know about the lunch pail. You know about Beamer Ball and special teams. You know about Enter the Sandman. If you love college football, you know you may not love those traditions. I love them. I ain't going to lie to you. I love that Enter the Sandman. But you at least know about those traditions. So it's good for college football when Virginia Tech is good, especially in the SEC. So is, is what you're trying to say, let's sum it up here. The bar is in hell for Virginia Tech, and I don't know why they're so excited about Kyron, but, hey, he could be the man. It's Dante's nice circle. And, you know, that's it's the <laughs> lowest, deepest part. Okay. But okay. with that being said, again, this is a situation that I'm looking at and I'm saying to myself, you know, at the end of the day, this could be really good for this team. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is this could be one of those situations where they're bringing in a really good player and, and making things happen with them. And, sure. and, you know, you just you hope that it isn't a, a Hendon Hooker all over again. But then again, we know they don't have a Hendon Hooker on that roster currently that you would be scaring away by bringing in a a um, a transfer that you would be potentially splitting time with. They don't have that. We all saw Hendon Hooker. I knew when they played um, the University of North Carolina, I said Hendon Hooker is the future. And if they abandon him, if they go away from them, if he if he is not the definitive starter from now to the end of his eligibility or when he decides to leave, they deserve what they got coming to him. And Fuentes deserved what he had coming. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. This episode of Locked on ACC is brought to you by Sling TV. Don't miss this week's matchup between all of your favorite ACC schools battling it out in our now basketball season in full swing. And we also have a nice little bowl game between Louisville and Cincinnati. If you've been hip on the fighting Satterfields, they are no longer that. They are going to try to do the best they can with what they got with their remaining crew. 
and use Coach Brom to lead them to victory. They'll be there right there on Sling. Sling, the TV you love for a price you'll love to try. Try it today. Rocking and rolling. Kenton Gibbs, we are talking about transfer portal news. We talked about Virginia Tech here. We've got some action going on out of Miami. But more importantly than that, we've got a top 10 list of guys who really might impact their program by leaving. And I want to go over that list with the man himself who can keep it really honest because that's all he knows how to do here in our podcast realm. So we looked at a list from our good friend, Brett Freelander, who is honestly one of the best in the game. We love him. And he has this beautiful article on SaturdayRoad.com talking about the influences of certain uh, certain transfer, transfer guys. Top 10 lists, if you will. And so I'd like to go over it. Kenton, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Cool, 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 cool. So number 10 on the list, Fred Davis II. He is a cornerback out of Clemson. And while we do know that DJU has decided to take his talents elsewhere, K-Clubbing is a nice little, you know, easy step in, can do what it do. But having Davis leave after an already less than stellar secondary, it's going to be interesting to see how they move forward with also the Sheridan Jones departure from being a senior. What are your thoughts on Clemson secondary or even with Fred Davis leaving? Fred Davis is second, let me say, full name. You know, I I think that this is going to be tough because they're going to lose all of those guys up front going. They're not coming back. And those those are some of the baddest men. That defensive line is 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 it's something that you won't see again. Uh where you see multiple guys, two, three guys that will all not have to wait until day two to hear their name called. Mm-hmm. Absurd. Absurd. Uh so with that being said, you look at the secondary that, you know, was already struggling this year, had their problems this year, and and you look at them now losing a guy who played a good amount there it's you know that's never going to be an an easy uh an easy task especially when you're losing a lot of bodies up front that make those guys on the back end look good um a lot of people are saying that this is the end of Clemson's eliteness um I don't know let's see let's see 100%. Well, I have some people that might take their talents over to Clemson. We're going to talk about that in just a second. They're coming from people that they might have just played here in a championship game. But first, this is insane, y'all. Omaha Steaks has cut prices 50% site-wide to make you the gift-giving hero that you always wanted to be. The holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks have put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of the 50% off site-wide plus using code LOCKEDON at checkout to get an additional $40 off your order. You really cannot beat that. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. My friends, Omaha Steaks going to, if you visit omahasteaks.com, take advantage of the 50% off site-wide plus using promo code locked on at checkout you get an extra forty dollars off your order minimum order may be required so rock and roll with kenton gibbs of locked on wolfpack podcast going over our rankings from brett freelander our friend here now you mentioned clemson needing a secondary well hey I got two people on this list coming in at number nine and coming in at number let me get it for you five 
<sighs> Storm Duck, Tony Grimes. Nine members of Tar Heels defense have decided to enter the transfer portal. Very telling because statistically they were the ACC's worst. And you now have two guys who could see a problem over at Clemson and want to address it and also be on that college football playoff stage, which, if I'm being honest, they so I think Storm Duck and Tony Grimes deserve. Let's talk about it. You know, I I look at these two mm-hmm. and I just say to myself, it's so interesting. So many players from a defense that was so bad, all transferring. So everybody believed that they were mismanaged, not handled properly, all that good stuff. And some, absolutely. Grimes had a, a phenomenal freshman year, phenomenal. And then all of a sudden, it just seemed like he just stayed the same guy for almost years. got Almost regressed a little bit. But that's the thing in football. If you're not getting better, you're naturally regressing. That's just mm-hmm. the way it is because people see who you are. Like your mm-hmm. freshman year, there's no tape on you. There's no tape on which routes you're really good at jumping, which routes are your weak. There's nothing on you. And then sophomore year, the tape's out. Junior Mm. year, we've seen how it looks when they work on your tendencies and all that. True. So with that being said, I I I genuinely do wonder how much of it was Dre Bly's inability to develop, how much of it was Chizik's inability to develop, but also how much of it was you're not that guy, pal. You're just not that guy. I refuse to believe. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about these two. I believe that they're both that guy. They just Dre Blige just didn't do a great job. You don't have a name like Storm Duck and be mediocre. Oh, I, I, I. You're not. You're you're not Drizzle Pigeon over here. You're Storm Duck. Drizzle Pigeon. You like that? That was good, right? (laughs) (laughs) Listen. I, I think that these two are two of the guys that they were mishandled. But some of these other guys, I think that they have really nice stars and all that from um, these these sites because they were really big or, or really physical or really fast in high school. That doesn't necessarily. So you saying somebody lying at Carolina? Well, yeah. These, no, no, not at Carolina. These recruiting sites get it wrong a lot. These recruiting sites. No, but no, but what I'm saying, like, do you think somebody's lying in terms of either it's a staff issue or some of y'all kids is not as good as y'all thought? Like, what no, do you think? It's a little. I bit think above. it's a combination of the two. I think that there are some of the guys that were mismanaged that were not uh, given the tools to probably succeed. No offense or buts about it. Sure. I think that. You know, there's a lot of talk going around about, well, Dre Blah was only hired because Downs, uh, because of his connection to Josh Downs, because, his, you know, Downs' father is his brother-in-law. And so they felt like... Oh, my God. If he, if he got hired, that would be um, a deal there. You know, now, don't you know the T? Now, wait a minute. No. Okay. I, I mean, I, it's my job. It's my oh, job. Don't you know the T? Okay. I'm just saying, it, there are people who felt like that. I, I personally thought it was because he was a um, Mac Brown guy the first time around with, with Mac Brown. That's what I thought it was. But I, that the, the, the connection to Josh Downs also has to be um, taken into consideration. And with Downs' little brother committing to, I believe it was Alabama, did his little brother go to is, is his little brother going to bed? Sure. Okay, whoever – his little brother ain't going to North Carolina. And that, <laughs> that, that combined with the lack of uh, player development, oh it's, it's, a, it's a question of, you know, how – again, some of these guys are not that guy. Okay. Some of these guys were fumbled. And, and Gene Chizik, Dre Bly and company, got to take a deep look in the mirror. Because, again, 
at the end of the day, yes, there are some false five stars out there. Yes, there are some false four stars out there. You can't have one of the best recruiting classes in the ACC every year and not build upon that, not have those players as individuals turn into some of the best players in the ACC. And I know what you're saying. Well, hey, they won the Coastal, so they are one of the best teams in the ACC. No, I ain't say that none. Now, you ain't hear that come out of my mouth not once. No, you didn't well, I'm, I'm talking to the fans because okay. you know okay. the fans like to jump me. The okay. fans like to jump me. Every okay. time I say something, the fans like to – they like to whoop on my head. So. Where, where's our man Willie at? Willie, if you're listening, because I know you're watching the show, and I know you want us to talk about Miami today, but it is not your turn. We will mention them just a little bit here. But I will say, hey, North Carolina, if you are looking for a cornerback, maybe you look no further than Armani Chapman or Gavin Holmes, who are coming out of Virginia Tech and Wake Forest, two teams that, you know, didn't exactly have the greatest uh, seasons when you look at the grandscape, grand scheme of expectations. I cannot talk today. You know, words beat us all up sometimes, but and I'll tell you kicking this much. my ass. I'll tell you this much. Uh, these again, this is another pair of corners. They're a proven product. They've gone out there. They've done good things. Um, at the end of the day, I don't think they're as talented as the first two uh, that we spoke about, but I think that these two can be playmakers as well. I think that they're still, they're power five football players. There are a lot of players that entered the transfer portal. I'm just like, hey, buddy, congratulations. Your team is probably going to be in the playoff next year. Not the college football playoff, but a playoff next year. If the level you're going to, they got a lot of teams in that playoff. You're going to have a great time. But, the, excuse me, these are two guys I could definitely see uh, staying at the power five level, if not the FBS at worst. A final quarterback I want to talk about on this list is out of Virginia, Fintrell Cypress. Other than quarterbacks, Cypress is the most accomplished ACC player out of the coming out of the portal. And a lot of people are saying he is literally should be on first team and he is that guy and all of the things. PFF, giving him all the accolades, led the ACC with 14 pass breakups. Good, good, good. North Carolina, if you're listening, we already got, you know, Cam Kelly from Virginia. Just saying, we'll find another happy home, even though Cam is leaving, so he might not give a good report. But <laughs> there's a there's Don't a lot. Don't let the details get in the way of the story. Don't let the little okay. details. Okay, minor beats. I think there's going to be a lot more shakeup in at Virginia than we have yet to see. But I'm hoping that these guys do have another opportunity because they are getting another year from NCAA. But I do hope that they figure out, you know, happier homes potentially for them. And and what was absolutely, you know. In every way possible, on the field, off the field, in in ways that are like flatly indescribable and go beyond sports. Mm-hmm. But this was a terrible year for Virginia. Yeah. And one of the abject bright spots was Cypress. Mm-hmm. He showed up. He showed out. He made it tough on teams. And the unfortunate part is when you look at that Virginia defense, the answer was simple. It, it, it's not like. Oh, my God, what do we do? They're so good everywhere. It was that guy's good. Don't yeah, throw at him. I would, I would argue him and Nick Jackson were good. Everybody else. I Okay, I'll say this. Nick Jackson wasn't on the level of Cypress, but he was good as well. I get that. But with that being said, you did look at that team and say, whoo, I'm pulling my hair out. I'm a little sleep before this game. Are you pulling your hair out? Okay. Folks were sleeping like babies. They were sleeping like babies before that game. Nobody was shaking in their boots. Nobody was got you know, a good night's rest. They put on their best lemon pepper steppers because they knew they was gonna get be in the end zone celebrating soon enough. So. 
Period. All right, guys, can we pause for a second? Okay, listen, are we pause? Great, because you got to try this. I'm talking about Bill Bar's new reimagined flavors, cookie dough topper, cookie, coconut brownie, and coconut brownie topper. White chocolate peppermint granola is built to take on the granola bar, so it's filling and still insanely tasty. And candy cane brownie puff. Look, built puffs are like biting into universe's most delicious cloud of marshmallowy goodness just sink your teeth into that first bite and you'll change your life forever in the magical wonderful time afterwards i'm telling you you gotta get built bar you're probably wondering which new flavors is my favorite well simply it's hard to tell it's a really an unanswerable question to say the least they're all unbelievable and they're all different so that's why i choose most times to order a mixed box and try flat all five flavors for myself, and I encourage you to do the same. Built, you got to try this. Get 50% off your order right now by using promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. So wrapping up the show here, talking about our potential list of transfer portals who are going to transfers who are going to seriously impact, you know, their teams going to next season. We mentioned some of the good ones here, talking from Brett Freelander's list. I want to say Christian Turner at a Wake Forest. Very interesting his decision to leave from a running back landscape, as well as Jalen Knighton from Miami, who's decided to take his talents elsewhere. But we all know Miami struggled. We know that, you know, a lot of Wake Forest's game is off of their quarterback and the throwing and not blah, 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 high flying offense. Both of these guys deserve a happy home when it's all said and done. I think they're going to be better off for leaving. Running back to Wake Forest, or not? Let me not say running backs. Kenneth Walker III showed us that, like something that if you don't know football at a a very detailed level, you might not understand. While that long mesh is good for confusing defenses and making it hard on defenses in terms of all the things that you have to handle, it is an extremely simplistic running system that only allows for but so many things for a running back to do. Mm -hmm. um so with that being said what happened with kenneth walker iii as soon as he left he became a bona fide superstar and yep. even in the nfl he has been a bona fide superstar which he was not at wake forest so you know it's i'm gonna tell you what it's gonna be a tough time to sell running backs on coming there because um if this latest back who's leaving goes on to become a heisman candidate or something amazing it's like well all right what's going on here because this is funny, but not funny, haha. Funny, weird. Yeah. And with that being said, um, night and out in Miami, he had some injuries this year. And, and you know, this is a Miami team that is undergoing uh, some, as, as uh, Daryl Coley would say, it's being pruned and changed and rearranged. They are doing some things and moving a lot of different players um, up out that team. But I'm going to tell you this. In Mario, they trust. They're riding with Mario. But I'm going to tell you, this is Knighton is another one of those guys that if he goes somewhere and he becomes some, you know, the new hotness at wherever he goes and this Miami team doesn't improve, there's going to be some folks looking like, hey, what's going on? So, I mean, it, again, Knighton was not healthy this season. It was it was a tough go all year for him. Um, it was a This was a tough go for Miami as a whole, but – We'll see where, where this shakes out at. A thousand percent. The number one on the list, we're going to skip you know, the rest of them. I really want to talk about Devin Leary and his decision to leave. Has he made a decision about where he's going yet? I heard the rumors of Notre Dame potentially, but has it been confirmed where he's actually going? If he's going at all. So, yes, he is. From what I heard, he's as good as going. 
He's, okay. he's as good as going. But has he doesn't he hasn't done the 20 paragraph. Thank you so much for your time. I'm going to be doing whatever. I'm leaving at the bottom of the last sentence. I'll tell you what, from what I've heard, the chances of him coming back are slim to none and and, and slim. He got his hat on, he put his jacket on. He said, My crew, let's go. That's now is slim. it because MJ Morris showed promise or there was never an intent to keep him? I, I think that there is a, a combination of situations going on that are all like Mm, it kind of kind of just worked out in that way. So, for example, new offensive coordinator, new system. He's played in that same system for years. Uh, new offensive coordinators coming in. Allegedly, from what I'm hearing, Brendan Armstrong coming in to Raleigh is. I'm hearing that Brendan. Armstrong, I'm hearing Brendan Armstrong to Raleigh is is that's a Good very real. That's, that's now why? A, because did he work with uh, Ane? Yes, he Ane was his offensive coordinator at Virginia when they were putting up those crazy numbers. They were putting up those video game numbers and they was the offensive coordinator. So whoa you, you're I'm I'm no I'm not I have heard that from multiple sources that that is close to being a done deal as well. But with that being said, I've heard I've heard about the same amount in terms of Brennan Armstrong going to NC State as I've heard about um Leary to Notre Dame. I am not going to say with on either one, I'm a thousand percent sure I bet my house on it, but I'm hearing that both are pretty close to becoming realities. So with that being said, I mean, if Devin Leary were to stay, you would have to legitimately win a quarterback competition with the new freshman hotness that has, he may not be all the things that you are in terms of polished passer and super developed in all those ways. Mm-hmm. He can do more things than you with that football in his hand, period. And if we're talking about passing, he's dropped some in the bucket that his arm might be just as big as yours, big Tom. His arm might be just as big. Is so. he more mobile? Oh, yeah. Yeah. MJ Morris is is landslide more mobile than Devin Leary. No disrespect to Devin. Devin is a, a NC State great. He did plenty of, of really, really good things. We appreciate bro. him for his time, but it's exactly. time to move on. But, they, you know, and that's the case there. And then you look at Brennan Armstrong and see – you know, but do you want Brendan Armstrong for real? Because the joke it health wise, and that's and that is and that is why light shell of himself last year. And that is why, if you look at it, if you look at it from this perspective, you got a couple different ways this could go, right? So let's say Brendan Armstrong does come in, MJ Morris wins the competition, uh, Brendan is the backup. Now that ain't happening. Now you that know ain't that's ba- not happening. But it could. It could. Uh, Realistically, it you could. Don't, you don't bring a Brennan Armstrong to NC State to have him play backup to NJ Moore. You just don't. You you let MJ develop so, and be a and, good and, good secondary. That I'm sure that was one of your scenarios. I'd be and here is the other scenario. Mm-hmm. M- MJ Morris will still have, if he redshirted next year because he had to burn his redshirt this year, he would still have three years of eligibility left to be the starter, to be the guy, to be – and, and that, that's a guarantee of two years of being the guy at a power five. You don't see that. You do not see that in this day and age anymore. So for him to come into that situation and say, hey, I'm, you know what? I may have to sit down for this year to develop. But after this year, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm going to run this show. That's, well, you know, you it's know. really crazy, Ken, that you had this tea this entire time. And you buried the lead, and you had people listen to this entire show when you really had this all this time. We could have started. We could have started the show with this. Brendan Armstrong going to NC State. Like, come on, dog. I really well, listen. I don't. Again, I don't like to lead with speculation, and I 
And I'm going to tell you this. It's more than speculation. My sources are are some good ones because they've gave me some information before that's like, what? And then it panned out. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this situation and I'm saying to myself, you know, Devin Leary leaving NC State, it seemed like all but a formality uh, after he got hurt and was out for the year, even before we saw anything out of Jack Chambers or um mj morris it seemed like you know his now time. what jack been to do <laughs> oh jack's out of eligibility he's okay. done he's, oh, okay. he's he's gonna go get a job somewhere he's <laughs> he's on linkedin hey don't worry jack if you got a degree in engineering baby i, I hire engineers That's hashtag hiring linkedin jobs i'm hiring i'm always hiring baby okay. That's what i do Come but on, uh thug. with that being said i i don't I mean, he's going to go on and live his life. But, yeah, that there, there's a lot of interesting situations that could play out there. Lots mm-hmm. of interesting situations that could play out there. And and Devin Leary being gone is a part of it. I mean, if Devin Leary were to come back, he'd be in the three-way QB competition with, again, the new freshman hotness and a guy who's already worked with the offensive coordinator. I don't think that that's the situation he wants to be in. And this is an offense that's going to be completely retooling its wide receiver room as well with their top two guys in Thayer Thomas and uh Devin Carter both leaving. So well, that was just that left a lot of meat on the bone. I'm ready for tomorrow's episode. Too bad it won't be with you, but it sure enough will be with Mr. AJ Black. We'll have to hold this until we can see our see our heroes next time, ladies and gentlemen. I love Transfer Portal Tuesday. This is, might be a little thing there, Kenty. You might got something going on. But if you guys want to listen to the full episodes every single day, we strongly encourage you to listen to wherever you are enjoying your podcast. More importantly than that, please subscribe to our YouTube channel for Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.